Coach, after 55 years, uh, the old number 18 is going to get hung up. Uh, what made this the right time to make this decision in your mind? Well, Darren, uh, I've been able to pretty much coach the way that uh, I thought was the right way for not only helping young people to like the game of baseball as much as I possibly could get them to like it and to if they played, developed themselves uh, as much as they could and still at the same time uh, learn a lot of lifelong uh, virtues and, and uh, situations from the great game of baseball. And I, I just thought at this time it was the right time that I was still getting to, to pretty much coach the way that I wanted to coach and I wanted to go out that way. So with our family situation, with Paul and I, uh, uh, myself needing to be around uh, more uh, and uh, to be fair to our, our program, I felt this was the right time to call it uh, the end. When you and Paula and your family came to Decorah in 1964, uh, did you think at this moment uh, you'd uh, still be coaching baseball? No, I never gave a, a, a lot of thought to how long. All I wanted to make sure is that I really uh, was uh, connecting with the people that uh, were representing us in the great game of baseball here in Decorah High School and uh, making sure that uh, uh, I was hoping to help them become better young people and, and uh, want to continue to to want to, after their playing days were over, want to watch the great game of baseball. And I, 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 I had no thought at all on a time schedule of how long I was going to do it as long as uh, I thought I was connecting with the players and, and uh, doing a, a, a job that uh, would uh, – have them happy with uh, how they were being handled uh, it just kept going and going and going and I honestly am not tired of it right now but it's still the right thing to do and and that's uh, what I've done is uh, turn in my resignation and I know you've been blessed with a lot of great coaches in your program over the years a lot of great assistant coaches but is there a better assistant coach than Paula Olenzak? Darren uh you're you're right on top of everything uh, in that respect. Uh, Paul has been a very big help in our program. And sometimes, uh, you know, I wear my emotions on my sleeve, and and uh, uh, I really uh, have high expectations not just for myself, but for the young people that uh, I'm working with. And sometimes, uh, uh, the best place for that young person to be was next to Paula after a given situation because she seemingly uh, was not overly motherly. Uh, she was realistic, but yet could calm them down and get them back to be able to do what they were capable of doing that uh, uh, maybe they hadn't done right then and got their uh, chewing out a little bit. But as, as much chewing out as they'd get, as, they would get as many complimentary uh, comments back from Coach O, too, uh, when they did it right, what they were capable of doing it. But Paula, no, uh, Paula has been a very big part of our high school baseball program. 
You're looking back at uh, your years in Decorah, I look back to the little and big league programs that you established uh, many, many years ago. Uh, growing up in this community, I always wondered why we didn't have travel ball, but as I got to be an adult, I figured it out. And, and frankly, Coach, I think you were a little ahead of your time when it came to that. Uh, How did you get the idea to establish little and big league baseball as compared to picking out eight or ten kids per grade that were going to be the baseball players? Darren, I, I always had the thought that you don't know who's going to not grow anymore, who, who is really going to spend the extra time to get farther along. It's, it's, just, uh, it's just a guessing game, in other words. And so my thought right from the start was to try to involve as many decor young people from eight through 13 uh, and not worry about wins and losses because they were all our own people. Uh, we might have had uh, a handful of North Wind uh, back then in our Little League program. But my point being, we didn't keep track of wins and losses. We, we, we tried to, to already at the eight-year-olds to get them to understand as much of the game as they could. Uh, and because we were all decora, uh, my goal was, Darren, that when we divided the teams up, and back in the heyday when I was in Little League every day, we'd have seven or eight teams and um, eight, nine, and ten-year-old, and seven or eight teams in uh, – 11, 12, and 13-year-old. And being they were all decor kids, and I wanted to be fair with every with every young person to have the best opportunity to enjoy the great game of baseball, to develop as far as they could in the game of baseball if they wanted to continue it well beyond Little League. And so uh, I didn't want any travel teams, as you alluded to. I wanted to make sure that all the – kids that would show up on those 90-degree days with 80 to 90 humidity were going to be treated fairly, get to start. Uh, We never kept the same young person from not having a starting opportunity, at least every other game that they came to. Uh, It just seemed to me that the best way was to teach everybody the same way uh, and see where it went from there. And by me having been around them, they really got to know me and what was expected of them from me. And we just stopped play all the time, as you know, because you were part of it, uh, and explained uh, uh, if it wasn't done right in Little League, and if it was done right, we stopped and com- uh, complimented the, the right way, and everybody knew then what the right way was. And it just worked. I, uh, I, uh, I didn't have any magic. It just, uh, we just were able to develop as many kids as we could, and by them knowing what was expected of them from the early on, they knew what was going to be expected of them in the, in the school program, and it, it just seemed to work, Darren. And uh, uh, I wouldn't have changed anything as I look back on that Little League program. In your, all your years in Decora, did you ever have an opportunity to leave Decora? And what made you stay? Yeah, 
my, I, I had one particularly good opportunity to leave Decorah. When Elmer Starr uh, retired from Mason City, uh, I had the opportunity to go over there and uh, uh, take a chance of being able to uh, get a job there, uh, teaching business and coaching baseball. And, you know, Darren, uh, I, I looked at it this way. We were playing Mason City at that time in spring baseball, and uh, we, could, we could compete with them. In other words, uh, we beat them, and they beat us in, in spring ball back when there was still some spring ball. And I decided uh, I had a pretty good situation right here in Decor, knowing uh, how well the, the game of baseball was received uh, by the parents and the community and, and the school system. And uh, I decided uh, I didn't want to take the risk of, of going someplace where I didn't know whether the way I would do things would be as workable as the way we were doing things in Decor in the baseball program. And, and I'm sure glad that I made the decision to stick all the, the time here in our program, school-wise and community-wise. How'd you get to Decor in the first place? Uh, I was going to summer school at uh, Cedar Falls. I was working on my master's. I was teaching and coaching at Janesville. And Larry Polk, who's from my hometown, uh, was the head wrestling coach here in Decor at that time. And he was working to finish out his master's at uh, uh, Cedar Falls at that time. And uh, uh, he mentioned that Galen Halverson, who was the business teacher here in Decorah, one of the business teachers, and the baseball coach was coming down to uh, to be in the county department at uh, uh, at that time it was changing to State College of Iowa. Uh, it had been Iowa State Teachers College that I graduated from, and now it's the University of Northern Iowa. Well, he mentioned to me this would be a good situation uh, that I could fit into. So I called uh, uh, Superintendent Burns, and uh, he invited me up for an interview, and it just progressed from there, Darren, that uh, he offered me the job then uh, about a day later after I'd had the interview up here, and uh, I'm sure glad, glad it worked out that way because this has really been a, a great ride for Paul and I, you understand, in our uh, teaching and, and coaching and, and, and not just in the baseball coaching, but all the other coaching that uh, the school district has allowed me to be a part of. Uh, it's just been a, 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 a tremendous uh, a job. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want any other one than the way it has gone in regards to all the time that I have spent uh, in education here in Decorah and coaching in Decorah. One thing that always impressed me, I was fortunate enough to have you as a physical education teacher for six years because that was a part of the transition from middle school to uh, the high school. 
whether it was pickleball or crab soccer or square dancing or playing cards, it was always the good game of pickleball, the good game of crab soccer. And you brought a passion and an energy to, no matter what you were teaching, uh, you brought that uh, to every class period that you were able to have. Uh, how were you able to keep that up uh, just in the classroom day in and day out? Darren, thanks for that great observation because I felt all the time that I wanted to do as much justice to my teaching in the classroom, whether it be in business education or physical education, as I put energy and, and uh, uh, game plan into my coaching. And, and uh, it, it wasn't that hard to have that extra energy to go six periods a day with like, we'll use physical education as an example, because the students were pretty darn cooperative of meeting myself and whoever I was working with. For most of the time, it was uh, Mrs. Elvers, Cindy Elvers, uh, of buying in to whatever activity we were doing. We, we seemingly could get about everybody excited about uh, what that uh, three or four week period was gonna be about, whether it be like you said, pickleball or crab soccer, some ridiculous in other words. But my goal was to try to see that everybody is gonna need to keep their body in shape, you understand, uh, in order to have a, a pleasant uh, lifestyle lifetime. And uh, you guys, uh, you students, were uh, that good to let us, even if it wasn't your favorite activity, to indulge yourself and find out that it wasn't as bad as you first thought and you weren't as bad at doing it as you thought you were. And we all had a good time and it was very easy to keep up the energy to see the excitement of the the, the progression and the improvement that even somebody at the start of a given unit, oh, do we have to do this? And by the end of that unit, they were as excited and, and having as much fun as, as everybody else. So, Darren, uh, thank you for bringing that up. And when it comes to your other coaching besides the great game of baseball, uh, was there any sports you didn't coach in Decorah? Yeah, as I look back, uh, Darren, uh, it was fun to be a part of all of the ones. Yeah, the the one that I didn't coach was wrestling because I don't know enough of the technicality. I felt I maybe could get young people in shape to to uh, uh, last uh, all three periods uh, conditioning-wise, but uh, I didn't have nearly enough background in that sport. To, and And I really, really liked wrestling and really do like wrestling because I have a grandson that's pretty good at, at that sport. And so, uh, yeah, from uh, seventh grade girls basketball to ninth grade girls basketball to track and field assistant to, to uh, assistant uh, in basketball, uh, sophomore basketball, sophomore football, uh, assistant in varsity football, co-head coach in varsity football. And, you know, Darren, uh, 
and I might be leaving something out, but there isn't a one that I didn't really enjoy. It wasn't something that was a dread uh, to have to look to at the end of the day. It was always something I looked forward to no matter what the sport was. Getting to the sport of baseball, I'm not going to ask you who the best one is to ever play at Decorah because I think that's a little unfair because you don't want to play favorites and you appreciate every kid that played baseball for you. But I'll ask from an opponent perspective, uh, who's the best opponents that you ever coached against? Player-wise. Player-wise opponent. Oh, boy. Uh one of the guys that first comes to my mind is a guy that helped beat us in the sub-state final to go to the state, <laughs> a guy named Kevin Romberg from Dubuque, Hempstead. Uh, he was the minor league player of the year uh, uh, in organized ball, and he did make it, I think, very shortly to uh, the majors. Uh, he played for Dubuque, Hempstead, and we were playing <laughs> – them in, uh, to, to go to the state tournament. Uh, and this is when we were in uh, the big class uh, in, uh, uh, or let, let, me th- let me think, yeah. Uh, and we played at Cascade. Uh, and uh, he made a play on us to save their win. They beat us by one run uh, in which... Uh, uh, we had runners on first and third, and our runner on third was told to go home if they threw through to second base, and they did, and the throw was ungodly high, and somehow he was able to spear the ball, Darren, grab and, and tap our runner on on the shoulder, who I thought was safe, that he, he was coming up out of a pop-up slide, and was safe, but that's neither here nor there. And a runner on third forgot to go, and it forgot to go. And had uh, he not been able to make that play, uh, the ball would have gone into center field. And for sure, my runner on third would have scored. And uh, the next the next batter up, this is gospel, hit the ball on the warning track. Uh, that would have been a, another. Uh, sacrifice fly if our runner on second was safe even though our runner on third had not uh, gone in on how we initially had planned it and so uh, he's one that comes to mind right away Uh, uh, there's there's others that we played against that were major league ball players too like a Cal Eldred uh, uh, a great uh, uh, pitcher at uh, uh, Urbana which is now center point of Banna, and then a, a really good pitcher at Iowa, and, and a good pitcher for the Brewers and the Cardinals, and and and, and there's others. But uh, yeah, we we had uh, uh, fun getting to play against some major leaguers. And that's that's uh, a real treat. Uh, we played against Dave Winfield, a Hall of Famer, in other words, uh, in a Legion game up in the Twin Cities when he played for Addicts Brooks Legion. Uh, so uh, just uh, uh, when you ask about uh, outstanding ball players that we played against, uh, there's others than the three that I mentioned, but those are three pretty good ones. If there was one thing you could change about the culture around high school sports right now, what would that be? Uh, probably 
one thing is that uh, we don't we're we're caught up in my mind a little bit too much on iPads and iPhones and and uh, video games uh, that young people would get out and create their own fun and I'll relate it mostly to baseball of going down to an open lot and playing uh, pickle in other words uh, 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 you know where you have one guy caught in between off a of base and two bagmen are, are trying to get him out and uh, uh, making up fun games with wiffle ball where you have boundaries and if you hit it here it's an out if you hit it here it's a, a double if you hit it here it's a home run uh, this is one of the things that uh, I think really helped uh, I know our baseball is when three or four guys would go down on their own and and uh, take the time of their own to hit each other ground balls or or pitch to each other uh, we don't see that anymore uh, like it was back in the earlier days. And so uh, if you structure something for young people, Darren, for the most part, our people here in Decorah will come with you and go ahead and do what you want them to do. But it, it, I would still like to see them do more on their own to be creative and, and uh, have have fun uh, with their makeup games that could relate to, to a given sport, in other words. I think I know the answer to this one, but if you could change anything related to the structure of Iowa high school baseball right now, what would that be? Well, it would be letting us start earlier. I, I think the ideal time to start baseball would be would be in other words starting practice may 1st in other words um, my reasoning is uh, when when uh, you have the the kind of kids that we have in decora that want to be helpful as as many places as they can you understand uh, in as many sports as they can be a help in baseball and softball are the two last sports to be able to get their personnel uh, because oftentimes the sport that the young person started in is still going on uh, either in regular competition or postseason competition. And for us in baseball, uh, it's really piecemeal trying to put uh, your uh, strategy and what you know that you have to be able to do on the field uh, and then you don't have all your personnel to work with and you come back when they come back from their sport that they started with and uh, you have that situation that you think that that you went through that you should have been able to handle on the field and then, whoops, that young man wasn't there uh, the couple days that you went through that situation. Uh, 
So, Darren, uh, I, I would like to, I like the warmer weather, you understand, for the, the great game of baseball, but I'd like to see us, uh, I, I think uh, uh, we uh, are able to start like, uh, we are able to start the first Monday in May, if I'm correct. Correct me if I'm practice, wrong. Practice wise. Yeah. Practice wise. But I would like to see us start earlier with practice and start playing games so we can spread it out and don't have the log jam that we've had with weather and short game season by getting to start games earlier than what we do. Well, like this spring, when we get a foot of snow on April 15th, going back to spring exclusively is a bad idea, correct? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I wouldn't take away from any of the things that we got to do in spring baseball, but uh, it, it, it isn't necessarily baseball weather when you play when it's 37 degrees out, and as long as there's not 30 or 40 mile hour winds, uh, you're going to play a game in spring ball, as we well know, right here in Decorah, watching Luther in college ball do it that way that we used to do it in high school ball. What's uh, next to, uh, for you and Paul and family-wise? Uh, enjoy the grandkids as much as we can of watching them in sport and just watching them grow up and just being around our kids. Uh, uh, no special thoughts in, in regards to something down the road, just kind of taking it day at a time and, and uh, getting to have more free time now that uh, I'm out of baseball. All right, Coach, we appreciate you taking some time talking about your career. I uh, want to thank you for the 14 years you helped me in the uh, football broadcast booth. We definitely had a lot of fun uh, doing that. And uh, it's been my privilege to cover 24 of your 55 years uh, here uh, in Decorah. It's uh, been a blast. And personally, I thank you for all you've done for me. You've been wonderful to deal with. And uh, thank you for what you've uh, done for the young people in this community. Coach, uh, best of luck to you. Enjoy your retirement. Darren, uh, you're, you're really generous, and uh, I, I do want to go back of all the fun that we had uh, with uh, our uh, football broadcasting after I got out of football uh, as a, a coach. And uh, you've always uh, – I, I, don't, I don't know of any school that has had more baseball broadcasts in Decorah High School, and that's a credit to you to make sure it happens. So uh, I, I've always – appreciated uh, working with you and uh, uh, I know you'll continue to do justice to decor sports and how you make sure you give those sports the opportunity to be heard on radio.